0: This is the Jeff Merrick Show on the Sportsnet Radio Network.
1: Refreshing Twitter, refreshing Twitter, refreshing Twitter. Still no news. Following planes, tracking planes, tracking restaurant reservations. Oh, yeah. Welcome back to our hockey program here. Uh, Otani Watch continues in Toronto. Um, if slash when it happens, rest assured, where you're listing right now will turn into Otani 24 7. In the meantime, we present Elliot Friedman from 32 Thoughts at Hockey Night in Canada. Are you tracking planes, Elliot?
0: Well, you know what that is. That's the Rogers plane for BXA, right? Like, he's the one who's going to come walking out of it.
1: <laughs> oh, that would be so awesome. Please do, like, some type of send up like that, that on Hockey with Night that tomorrow. Bleep Please. Eating That's a favorite of all of us. Yeah. With that
0: bleep <laughs> eating grin. <laughs>
1: With the tooth out, the whole deal—that would be tremendous. Um, you know, we talked about this on the podcast that came out this by, morning. By the way,
0: by the way, is um, Blake, Blake the, Murphy the, the, just standing at the window, like just staring into the into I, the set I, I think, right now.
1: I don't think, I don't think, I think Blake Murphy's probably chained to the Rogers building. I think uh, Blair and <laughs> Barker are probably chained uh, to the building uh, as well. I think anybody who is remotely competent talking about baseball is chained to the Rogers building right now, because this will be 24 seven coverage if slash when it happens. I mean, listen, I mean, you're, you're um, uh, outside of just covering hockey. I mean, you're a a sports generalist as well. You want to maybe put in context for, you know, guys like me that, I mean, I'm a baseball fan, but I mean, you follow basketball, you follow football, uh, a lot of international sports as well. Like you have some context for this one.
0: Well, I think this is the biggest thing that would, I think it would be the biggest free agent signing ever in Toronto. I, I, I do, just because of the, the scale of the world now. Like, people, you know, yeah. forget this, but, you know, Jeff, two of the bigger ones that were, that, that were you know, 30 years ago, you, you forget how big Rocket Ismail was when the Argos signed him.
1: Oh, I because
0: do. I remember that. It was enormous. His press conference, like, he was a big star. People thought he was going to be the number one pick in the NFL draft. The Argos got him. Uh, And I remember it it kind of broke. The Dallas Cowboys had the number one pick in the draft that year. And they took Russell Maryland, who turned out to be a great uh, great pick for them. And uh, when that happened, people realized that Ismail was coming to Canada. And he, he had his press conference. He was signed at a place called the Northern Ballroom, which was a big ballroom at the Sky Dome Hotel, and you couldn't fit. Like, it was a massive deal. It was, was on the cover of Sports Illustrated, or he'd been on the cover of Sports Illustrated. That was a massive signing. And the other big one, and I was still at the fan at the time, was Roger Clemens. I, I, like, he basically signed in Toronto almost out of nowhere. It was kind of like this one in the sense that nobody saw, saw it coming. And then all of a sudden it happened, and I actually it was actually the night of our Christmas party at the fan, and I actually ended up hosting because some of the regular hosts were off. I actually ended up hosting the first call-in show on the fan after Clement signed. It was it was a wild time in my career, but huh. so those are two of the big ones. But this is like it dwarfs it. It really does.
1: Okay. Let, let, let me ask, how many eggnogs deep were you when they ushered you back to, call, uh, to do a call-in about Roger Clemens?
0: No, no, no it was before they said, you're going to have to go to the Christmas party late. You can't go in on after
1: oh, okay. drinking.
0: So that, thought, that's what I did. But I have to say, yeah. Jeff, there's only one time I've ever gone on the air inebriated, and I'm saving that for my book.
1: <laughs> okay. Was it recent? Was it uh, Young no, it Elliot was Friedman? A was it, it uh, was, hockey? Oh, okay. It
0: younger. It was younger Elliot Friedman. It was not not one of my brightest moments. I have to say that nothing happened, but it was still not very smart.
1: Uh, you've joined a very long and proud tradition of buckled broadcasters in this industry, Elliot. <laughs> uh, so uh, don't be too embarrassed about that. Jeez, um, there was just so much yesterday between uh, Pat Kane and the L.A. King yeah. streak and... Um, some weirdness from from Austin Watson. And I was mentioning at the top of the show. I, I checked in in Nashville, and he's a former Predator, and he was like nothing but apologetic after that last night and shooting the puck at uh, Lozon in the, in the dying seconds of that game. Like there was so much the uh, the wall yes. injury for the, the Toronto Maple Leafs. Like I don't even. I'll just I'll just open up the buffet to you. Grab a plate. What's going on at first? What uh, what caught your caught your attention the most last night?
0: Well, there was a lot. I mean, uh, from the Canadian angle, there was Ottawa. play played really well. Walt beat them. Uh, and then, you know, Martin Jones, after sitting there for three hours, comes and saves the game. Yeah. Like, that was, you know, that was uh, that was pretty uh, incredible game to watch. I mean, the Calgary comeback uh, was huge. Uh, they were down 2 nothing. You thought they were done. They found a way to win. Um, Vancouver ending Minnesota's winning streak. Um, you know, Winnipeg probably doesn't get enough credit for their win last night. Um, you know, when when Nathan McKinnon and I actually was really impressed by the way that Rick Bonus came to the defense of Logan Stanley post game uh on that one. Yeah. Um, but like when Nathan McKinnon scored that goal and Colorado was rocking, I was like, Oh boy, the Jets are in deep doo doo and and they found a way to to win that game. That was a really impressive uh win. And then like uh, the the San Jose Detroit or sorry, the San Jose Detroit game was incredible. You're, we're all sitting there watching Patrick mm-hmm. Kane and, um, you know, the, the, the sharks decide to spray paint all over the, all over the uh, evening. And, it, <laughs> and, and, you have to, and you have to give the Kings a lot of credit too. Right? There was, last night was a great night to watch games like on Thursday. Like sometimes I try to sneak in the football game, but the football game was really bad and the hockey games were very mm-hmm. compelling. Like it was, it was a great night to put an indentation on your couch.
1: Well, it was, and it was a great night to do that if you're a Calgary Flames fan as they uh, defeat the Carolina Hurricanes by a final score of three to two. Dustin Wolf, by the way, was really good um, in, in this one. like, you know, you and I talked about this previous. You know, he's going to force a decision there. Like, and and that's what you hope for if you're a manager, if you're a team, that this guy comes up from the American League and he's he's gonna force a decision. Meanwhile, uh, the other end of the rank, I wonder what decisions Rod Brindamore will be making in advance of the Carolina Hurricanes facing off against the Vancouver Canucks on Hockey Night in Canada on Saturday, Elliot. He is none too pleased with his team. He expressed that, uh, well, during, actually, during the Edmonton Oilers game with Darren Pang and then after last night's uh, come-from-behind win by the Calgary Flames over his Hurricanes. What do you expect out of Brindamore come Saturday?
0: Well, you know, Brindamore, he, he there's no lying with him. You know absolutely where he stands and he's, He's a very emotional guy. You know, the, the one thing that concerns me is how often you can do that. Um, you know, I think in this day and age, even with a bunch of guys who are as mature as the, the Hurricanes guys are, because um, that's a pretty mature team, uh, I, I think you, there are times when you have to dial it back. Um, you know, there's a, lot of great, <laughs> there's a lot of great coaches out there, and even some of the best bosses I've worked for, Jeff, when you're down, they don't kick you. you know that's when they're like, "All right, okay, um, you know uh, we uh, we're going to encourage you and we're going to pick you up. It's when you're going well that they're all over you because you're in a good place, you can handle it and they want to keep you in that good place like i I saw last night as guys like it's it's Brendan Moore's own way of saying, "Look guys." I know our goaltending hasn't been great, but we can't allow that to happen. We have to be at our best. Mm. And, look, Carolina, being what they are, Jeff, they shouldn't lose that game. Calgary, you know, when Carolina's at their best, they've got a 2 yeah. nothing lead on you. They're putting the stranglehold on you, and they're winning. And, you know, Calgary found a way to their credit. And I have to tell you, like, this this rookie, I can I can see this right now. At the end of the year, when the three finalists for the Calder Trophy are announced, they are going to be markets out there screaming bloody murder. And this Zari kid, he's
1: really something. He has
0: really brought, he has rejuvenated that team.
1: Well, you remember a couple of weeks weeks ago when he was out of the lineup, and Calgary just looked so different. And I think Zari had only played like a handful of games with Calgary at this point. I think you and I had this conversation, like, can this guy already be having that profound an effect that when he's not in the lineup, the team just goes flats? Like they look mm-hmm. so different without Connor Jerry mm-hmm. in the lineup. Um, let me bounce around a couple more teams here for you. Uh, New Jersey Devils beat the Seattle Kraken two to one yesterday. In thirty-two thoughts, the uh, the blog this week at Sportsnet.ca, you wondered about Ron Francis and maybe a sudden big move uh, that no one sees coming, which is you know which would fit the profile. Yeah. Um Ron Francis likes to move and whisper in the shadows. Uh yeah. the Kraken now have lost six games in a row. Like mm-hmm. we look at the first year for the Kraken, and that was the Mulligan year. Last year was a fantastic season, and they even won a round and against the defending Stanley Cup champions. And yeah. this year they have stumbled out of the gate. Last night was six in a row for Seattle. What do you think happens here?
0: You know, you know I, I think that, like, that game, they dominated. They deserved to win that game. And and Akira Schmid stole it from them. And, you know, what are you going to do? You have a night like that, and sometimes you're going to lose. Although, as you said, when you've lost six in a row, it just, it it just incre- you don't want to hear about moral victories. You're like, I don't want a moral victory. I want just a victory. You know, the thing there is last year, I think they they led the league in even strength goals. Which was very impressive because they have to work to score, like they have some guys like Sprong was there last year. They yeah. still have Tolvanen; those guys are talented guys and they can score. But for a lot of their best players, even though they're talented hockey players, they really have to work to score goals. Like there's some guys who can just do it naturally, and they can, and, and they're built that way. And there's other guys who have to work, and and that whole Seattle team has to work. They and I don't think it's anything that surprises them or they don't know themselves. Like, you know, Francis has got an interesting trade history, Jeff. He's never really made a player-for-player trade. So, like, I'm always reminded of that whenever I think of things like this. But I've got to think they are just scouring for scoring. Just scouring
1: for it. The problem with that is, it's the hardest thing to do in the league. And like, look, I know that you know New Jersey got to Foley from Calgary in the in the off season. I get that, but generally people don't let like teams don't let go of people that score goals. Yeah, like it's too it's, hard. It's hard. It's hard scoring goals. Generally, you don't let go. Uh, of those guys, uh, quick thought on Patrick Kane and the Detroit Red Wings. We'll see the Red Wings in action tomorrow on Hockey Night against the Ottawa Senators. Your thoughts on the first game for eighty-eight in Motown? Well,
0: I thought I thought he was. I thought he did what a lot of people expected. I thought he was dangerous when he was out there. He created some chances. He should have scored. He he hit the post. He played more than I thought. He was fifth on Detroit in minutes played for forwards, sixteen and a half. I thought they might ease him in uh, a bit more. Um, it was kind of what I expected. I, I'm just really curious to see how this all goes. Like, how much does he play? Do they give him nights off? Does he feel, um, you know, does does any time he feels stiffness? Or are they worried about wear and tear? Like, there was nothing last night that concerned me, and there was a lot that I saw that was mm-hmm. like, ah, that's the Patrick Kane I know and remember. It's, it's just unfortunate for the Red Wings that the – the, the 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 teal helmets just completely stole their night and ruined their night last night. It was that was a you, lo- like that, that you love you love those things. That was incredible. Things. I do. I I think you, they really you, look good. Like this, it's a small thing, but these new these new helmet rules of the white shirts with the dark helmets. I, I think it's yep. terrific. I really like it.
1: You know who started it? You know who petitioned the league to get this done?
0: Hurricanes, right?
1: Bingo, you got it. Carolina Hurricanes. Yeah, well, no, you um, told me that okay,
0: before. Ro- I am crediting you. I'm not I, I I didn't know that. You've told me that.
1: Listen, we've 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 discussed this Elliot. Greatness borrows, but genius steals. <laughs> One day you'll right. finally realize that's if the way you to get to life. You don't take
0: credit for things you didn't do. You will never go anywhere in
1: life. <laughs> Uh, tomorrow in Hockey Net in Canada. I mentioned the Red Wings and the Senators, also the Montreal Canadiens, Buffalo Sabres, and the Preds and the Toronto Maple Leafs. Now, goaltending an issue for the Maple Leafs after the Joseph Wall injury last night, but getting to the Preds, I was mentioning this with Maddie off the top of the show today. We talk so much about kids and skill and what Fantilli did last night and what an incredible play. And look what Leo Carlson did. And holy smokes, did you see that Connor Bedard highlights? Yeah. I think maybe the coolest thing that I've seen all season long. Happened with a veteran last night, and someone that doesn't score a lot, and someone that we're used to seeing block shots and defend in his own zone. Uh, Do you see McDonough? Ryan McDonough's backhand one-timer? Yeah, a one-timer on his backhand, beating the goalie clean. It may be the coolest thing I've seen all year, and I don't think I don't think I'm, I'm overstating that at all. What an incredible I, play by Ryan McDonald last night.
0: You know what it just tells you is how skilled these guys are.
1: 100%. You know,
0: people forget
1: that. 22. If you play
0: just one game in the NHL, you are the elite yes. of the elite.
1: Yes. Yes. So think about that next time you criticize someone in the NHL and say, that guy's no good. That guy stinks. You know how good you have to be just to stink in the NHL? I always think yeah. about this. I think about this with boxing. I think about this with hockey. You have to be so good just to be bad. It's incredible.
0: Well, it's the same for broadcasting, Jeff.
1: (laughs) To make it here. Um, Montreal and Buffalo, real quick thought on this one. Habs coming off a 4-0 loss against the Los Angeles Kings, who set a new NHL record in the process. And don't look now. Devin Levi is back with Buffalo.
0: Yeah, that was... uh... You know, Buffalo needed that. And, you know, to be honest, I I really thought that, uh, you know, you've got to do it over and over again. But that is one of the best lockdown games I've seen the Sabres play. Um, Hmm. You know, I I, I think that generally they're – we talked about Edmonton earlier this year about how they were leaky and you could do too much against them. Buffalo is the same way. Like if you really watch them and – I dedicated some time to watching them this week. You know, they they are very leaky, and I thought last night was as, as about as much. I, I thought last night was about as strong defensively as I've seen them play all year, and it just wasn't because they won the game three to one. I, I like against a team like Boston, where you you have to be uh, really good yes. because they're so disciplined. I thought Buffalo was. Very disciplined. I mean, the Bruins got some good news today. Uh, Jim Montgomery said that Charlie McAvoy wasn't badly hurt and it didn't look like it was going to be anything because, you know, he did leave the game last night. but, But I thought Buffalo was as good as I've seen them.
1: Yeah, they're excellent. Uh, on that, we have to hustle. Uh, watch for you tomorrow on Hockey Night, specifically uh, in that segment where you upset a lot of general managers around the NHL in the second intermission. Uh, thanks, Fridge. We'll, uh, we'll watch for you on Hockey Night tomorrow. Elliot Friedman. Uh, thanks, Elliot, for finishing up the show and finishing up the week. Thanks to you uh, for joining me. Whether you stuck with me the whole week or just parts of it, much appreciated. Thanks to Matt Marchese, Mike Comito, Sam Cosentino, and the aforementioned EF. Also, David Siss, our producer, Lance Kennedy, our board op, Austin Mackey, our TV director. On that, we will uh, wrap up back Monday.